Anyone that knows the real me knows I love divey spots more than anything. Bar food's my favorite cuisine. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van Ostar. So today we're in River North. Uh, we're in front of Dobros on State Streets by State and Kinsey. Sitting shotgun this week, Jessica Altieri. She is the host of Wine Channel TV. Uh, Jessica, thanks for uh, hopping in the shotgun seat. Thank you for having me. For for those who haven't seen you on Wine Channel, what's the elevator pitch? We are the world's leading online digital wine lifestyle destination. So I travel the globe uh, hosting wine television shows with major winemakers, uh, wine brands, hosting big lifestyle events. Uh, and I'm also a professional wine judge as well. Talking about going all around the world, I swear to God, I follow you on social media. You're everywhere. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that our schedules converged. Not that I'm hard to pin down, but that you're hard to pin down. I can't believe you're actually here and not in, I don't know, Rome. Well, as soon as you said a slice of pizza, that kind of hooked me in. You that know, I'm Italian it? and a good slice like this. This looks so juicy. And see, you couldn't even wait. Like, <laughs> I couldn't. You, you busted I it open. I won't lie. I had a busted open already. What kind did you get? You got- <laughs> I got the mushroom, and I always get it well done. I like it crispy. That's what I'm used to from when I used to live in New York. What'd you get? I went artichoke. It looks it looks a little exotic. Yeah. It looks exotic. And since you already busted into it. Oh, my God. It's good. Oh, yeah, it's good. You oh, know yeah. how it's good? You look at the bottom, too. Look at that. Look at the crispy. It's fresh. Oh, it's really good. See, I have no problem with the New York slice with the fold. Right. That's what I'm all about. I went to NYU, so I lived in New York for over five years. My family, my dad's side is from Jersey. So I grew up every Sunday, we'd be making the homemade pizzas in the house, just like this slice of pizza and the pasta and the chicken cutlets. And See, I thought you were a, a full-blown Chicago native. No, I am, but my dad is from, his side is from Jersey. My mom uh, is actually from Poland and then came here and grew up on the south side of Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're a Sox girl? No. No. Mom is. I'm Cubs. Well, actually Yankees, but <laughs> but Cubs I, lo- I love when I'm here. <laughs> so when did you start up the channel? The, the, the I was, so I had, um, I'm originally a jock. I had played basketball my entire life and... Got a scholarship to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and so I was there. And after a year, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to play in the WNBA. Where would I want to go to college if I can go anywhere? And I absolutely love journalism and writing. Mm-hmm. I need to have a sip of mine, too. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I had my aunt has worked on Wall Street for the past 20 years. She's like, just come to New York for a weekend. Maybe you'll like it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I go out there. I was like Mary Taylor Moore. Like I was like in heaven my eyes were just mm-hmm. popping out of my head I'm like I have to go to NYU so I went there originally to be a sports reporter and so I was went to school for broadcast journalism was freelancing at ABC Sports um, and interning there and then I decided to intern over at MSNBC when they were in Secaucus New Jersey so I wanted to do like sports then I tried news and then to get back to your answer I studied abroad and I think that's when I got more into wine and food and culture so so the interest in broadcasting really was first, and then... It was. I always I always loved 
journalism uh, ever since I was little. So when I was abroad living in Italy, in Spain, in Ghana, and then I came back, I actually got an opportunity to work down near Wall Street. I was working for Experian selling consumer market research. So it was a great job. I'm a data junkie at heart. But I'm like, this is not what I'm meant to be doing. So I had a friend who had a camera. And on the weekends, we would go down near the Lower East Side of Manhattan where I lived and just walk into my favorite restaurants. And I wanted to be like Rachel Ray, but like the younger, hipper version. And I, at the time, we called it Just Says Yes. And I would review all like the hidden gems in New York. And that started to take off. And I'm like, there's a food network. There's a travel network. Why is there no wine network? So that's right. what went off in my head. And so I remember calling my family and saying, if I'm going to do this, I need to be an expert. So I'm moving to California. So the, the, there was a real entrepreneurial spark there. There really was. It was. I knew what I loved, but I didn't exactly know how it was all going to come together at the time. I knew I loved food. I loved wine. I loved people. And so, yeah, I was like, I got to become a sommelier. So then I went to wine school. I love that. There's a great <laughs> Talking Heads song uh, on more songs about buildings and food. I love Talking Heads. Right. Um, it's a song called Found a Job. It's about a couple that is sick to death of whatever's on television. It's the same old shows, same old crap. So they decide they're going to create their own TV shows. You are that song. <laughs> I you guess you that are that Talking Heads song. <laughs> you know, the Food Network doesn't have it exactly. I'm just going to build my own wine TV. <laughs> well, it just, it just made sense to me. And I remember calling my father and he's like, you want to become a sommelier? What? What is, <laughs> what is a sommelier? We'll, sell you, we'll, we'll send you some wine. And I'm like, nope, I'm, I'm leaving. And so I went to... At the time, there was a wine school. To, it was in San Jose, and uh, there I met one of my biggest mentors, David Glancy. He's a master sommelier, master of wine. So I studied through him, through the Court of Master Sommeliers, and uh, passed my level two certification. And then I started doing the same types of videos I did in New York at mm-hmm. restaurants, but then at wineries, and just knocking the doors and saying, "Tell me your story behind the bottle," in a you know a not pretentious, not stuffy way. That's what I hated was everyone always think thought that wine has to be so stuffy and oh, yeah. old school men's club. I, I think you still have some work to do. It's to, oh, to of change course. that perspective. I've only, yeah, I mean, I started my business uh, five years ago, so it's definitely there's so much, so many things that are changing right now. Now you started your business five years ago. This is your gig. Mm-hmm. This is the American dream you're living. Right <laughs> it is. I love it. I absolutely love what I do. Yes. <laughs> so now do you have a? You're filming all this stuff. Do you have a, like a crew that travels with you? Like I have a crew here. It depends on where I go. So like I was telling you, I'm going to Sicily again uh, this coming May. I was there a few times last year. I have this great crew that I work with there that now knows me, and when I show up, they know how I like to work. I get them my scripts ahead of time, and so it just makes it so easy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like Wine Channel TV is taking off in so many different ways that I didn't even imagine. I was telling you we do these big lifestyle events, mm-hmm. so it's, it's all these different things. And uh, you're also a wine judge. Yeah, I'm a professional wine judge. I got into that a few years ago. It's I was telling you it's sort of like an old school men's club. Like it's I so totally hard it. to get into, mm-hmm. and it's uh, but they see that the younger generation, the millennials, me, twenty five to thirty four. They're the ones who are sipping wine, consuming it, trying new things, going out and spending their money on wines that are under 20 bucks. Uh-huh. So they know that we have the voices and we're going to talk about what's good. So, yeah, it's good that I got into it. So how long did it take for you to become a sommelier? Sommelier, when I went to wine school, that was, I was working as well. So that was about seven months, I want to say, six to seven months when I was out there. 
yeah. Seven months well spent. Yeah, yeah. It, there's different programs that people can do, but that was the most prestigious one that I knew of. And right. then, are you um, done with your pizza? No, I'm okay. not done. Well, when you're done, oh, oh, see, I was wolfing mine down as you were eating. <laughs> when you're done, feel free to throw it on the dash. And really, <laughs> worst things have happened there. It's, I'm not done yet. I like to pick at it. <laughs> please take your time. I'm not rushing you. We we have all the time in the world. I have this parking space to like 7:30. So really, oh, perfect. We can just keep on. We talking. can get another slice. I could wave at the guy. <laughs> so, with pizza, it seems like an obvious question. If you weren't drinking a bottle of Nestle bottled water, uh, what kind of wine would you be having with a slice of pizza? Depends on this type of pizza. So you got again. I got well, the artichoke. It had maybe some but basil you had, like, in it. Like a creamy sauce. Oh, that's, sorry, that's not my shtick. Like this, it's like you know marinara sauce. If you get a cheese slice, and I usually think regionality. Have a nice Chianti, or I'm gonna have something a nice Primitivo because I love Puglia since I was just there. And or a nice narrow de Avila, something to accent what you're eating and bring out the savory notes of the mushrooms in my slice. But yours was a little different. As the seasons now officially changed from winter to spring, right? What's a good spring wine? Ooh, spring wine. Now, now the sun's out and we're we're staying out later. I love. I uh, I always say it's like sunshine in a glass. New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. It just reminds me of something that you'd be eating while you're sitting outside like at Smith and Walensky down the street you know overlooking the river with like some fresh seafood and a crisp salad um, I think that New Zealand has some awesome value wines not only their Sauvignon Blancs but their Pinot Noirs uh, by the way when, when I'm know. going to Smith and Walensky I'm not having the seafood I know salad. and I knew you were going to say that <laughs> <laughs> the steak is great too but there's so many steakhouses in Chicago come True. on so I love their their fish there too um but yeah, that's what it reminds me of. I also, I was telling you how I was just in Paso Robles last week, and we were up in, it was it was just ridiculous. I wish we had a camera there for that. We went up in the helicopter to go over and view the vineyards. It's like you're in a movie. That's the coolest. And then come down, and we went to one vineyard, Castor Cellars, and we were doing disc golf, not Frisbee. They told me this is not a Frisbee. I'm like, this looks like a Frisbee. They said it's disc golf in the middle of the vineyard. So if you toss it the wrong way, you're walking. You're working up a sweat while you're holding your glass of wine to go find I know, your I know guys who are serious golf. about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was, it was a great workout. But see, these people got it, and that's what I'm doing. It's about the wine lifestyle. They go, we have yoga and wine events on Sundays, and we have these types of disc golf events, and we have something with music coming up. It's more than just the wine alone, and that's what I've always said. So I do these big sip and shop events across the country with mm-hmm. Westfield. Just did one in D.C. earlier last year. And so you pair up David Yerman Jewelry and Joe Malone Scent Bar, and you talk about and we have a fashion show, and you pair up the wines to go with the different things. So you make it this cool experience that people remember. So now if someone's listening and they're thinking, that all sounds great, Jessica, but <laughs> maybe I'm not that person. Maybe I'm not as refined as I'd like to be. Um, maybe I'm, you know, a $20 or less bottle of wine kind of guy. What can you recommend? They should read my book. <laughs> Kiss My Glass, the No BS Wine Buying Guide, because it's all great wines that are affordable. Um, I was doing, you know, the Walgreens here in Chicago, the big one that opened mm-hmm. on State and Randolph. Which is lovely. So when they were opening, I was working with Walgreens as one of the Walgreens wine ambassadors, and I'd go in there and do Which, by the way, 10 years ago, could you ever imagine a Walgreens wine ambassador? Never. Not in a million years. Or, well, a Walgreens now where you can go get manicures. They have Cristal cigars. I interviewed Mike Ditka there talking about his wine and and the bears, the 85 bears. So 
again, it's it, things are changing. It's I keep I keep wondering anymore. with Ditka. Everyone always wants to talk to him about the eighty-five bears. I mean, that's his they thing. Do. And you know, part of me thinks, oh, he must get sick of that. But you know, to be known for one thing and beloved for it is that really a bad thing? No. To make your mark that dramatically. No, but he has his wine now too. Yeah. So that's what I talk to him. That works a lot about, but yeah. <laughs> so, all right, your book, "Kiss My Glass," for 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 people who maybe just just want a quick, simple bottle of wine, no fuss. Right. That's the that's the guide. Yes, that's the guide. It's pocket size wine guide, and um, you can fit it in your purse. But that's why I like telling people. I feel like so many people are scared to pick out something new or even ask someone for advice when they well, go into a wine store. Yeah. It is overwhelming. I will tell you that. I always say it's like like an ice cream store. Like there's a million different flavors, you know, and you're like, what should I do? Should I just stick to the same old vanilla or should I try something new? The mint chocolate chip or whatever it is. Last night I had saffron ice cream at, you know, noon Amazing. above. And so it's like you have to, you can't be afraid. That's the biggest thing. Sort of related. Uh, there's an ice cream place in Edgebrook called Chocolate Shop. They have a lemon meringue and a key Ooh. lime pie ice cream. I mix them together. Delicious. That sounds fantastic. There's a little sidetrack. <laughs> All right. Well, also, as we're, you know, here we are. Spring is happening. As we're sitting here, it's like 65 degrees outside. It's such a nice day. It's so nice. But, you know, people are thinking about getting away. Spring, summer, quick, maybe week vacations, weekend vacations. In the U.S., what's the best wine vacation to take? Hmm. There's so many. I can't. I can't just let's, say let's, one, but I can say a couple. I was telling you that I was. Let's say a couple's in, a couple's vacation, couple's getaway. I mean, because you would automatically think of the obvious spots, but mm-hmm. like I was telling you, I was just in Paso Robles last week. So charming, such a unique town that had such great character to it. I mean, everyone that you meet is so welcoming, brings you right into the vineyard, into their house, and, you know, makes a home-cooked meal for you. I was staying at the Paso Robles Inn, and it was just, it felt like you're taking a step back in history. And I think you should, I think people should try to get off the mainstream and go into places that are a little bit less, you know, well-known about. So that was, that was one place that was, that was pretty neat. And there are, there are vineyards in the Midwest. There are. I actually did... I actually interviewed, when I was first starting, 18 Illinois wineries in one day. I had a, a show on Comcast called The Wines of Illinois at an Illinois Wine Fest. And uh, so there definitely are. I've judged wine competitions in Michigan, fantastic wines there. Um, but besides the Midwest, New York State, the Finger Lakes region, awesome wines. That's another region that people should definitely go to. A gentleman that I judge with, uh, Jim Trisay. He is just killing it out there with promoting all New York wines, and it's something that people should really look at. Speaking of promotion, right. I, I came to know you through social media. Right. That is, that's a big part of how you evolved your business, isn't it? It's huge. Um, that's why clients, you know, love to work with me is because of the community that I've built and, uh, you know, over 190,000 followers on Facebook alone and through all of our networks combined, we have close to 13 million uh, through Instagram, See, I'm just another Pinterest, follower. Twitter, that's all everything. I am to you. I'm just one of the 190K. <laughs> it's uh it's taking off. And then I told you we're launching a brand new thing called the Wine Judges Corner. So... It's going to be the premier destination for all wine competitions, wine judges, retailers, consumers to see and learn about these award-winning wines at competitions. I love what you've built for yourself. Do you think there's a future in car-based food podcasting? Yes. Do you think I can grow this? I think so. Can I learn from you? Teach me, Jessica. 
<laughs> it's drive up places though. See, I wouldn't even want to get out of the car. <laughs> I'd find a place where they'd come right to me, like a Sonic. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> see, I we were we started doing barbecue, Castle. and barbecue is really expensive, especially for a show with right. that's published regularly. So I decided if this is going to be weekly, I've got to I've got to slum it. I've got to go, you know, taquerias, hot dog stands, pizza by the slice joints. Anyone that knows the real me knows I love divey spots more than anything. Bar food's my favorite cuisine. Where do I always sit when I walk in a restaurant? I sit at the bar. I like to talk to people. I'm that I'm person shocked. to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the game. Or else, if I'm not at, you know, some wine event, I'm hanging out at my Irish pub, Timothy O'Toole. So, great. Now everyone knows. But that's my spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what have you filmed? What are you going to film? What can we look forward to in we the can... months ahead? Look forward to, I'm going to be um, when in Sicily, so that's going to be huge. And then uh, in May, so that'll be for a few weeks out there. Now, do you speak then, Italian? Oh, my God, great question. So I was fluent when I was living in Firenze in Florence. I just started taking lessons again. So I go early in the morning with the, my instructor, Vittorio. And so, yeah, that's, that's the next goal is to be fluent before I go back in May. But I do that. You know, a few times a week when I'm here in Chicago. Because I, I was in Paris for my first time a couple of weeks ago, and I, I know no French. That's and tough. It's tough, but I I knew enough to say, uh, "Je m'excuse, je ne parle français." It's like I apologize because I'm a stupid American. I'm sorry. I don't speak your beautiful language, and that opened up the door. That's the key. That's the key. As long as you can say sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I don't speak your lovely language. Please help me. Um, but what I found in Paris, so many people, I would say 75%, spoke at least decent enough English. But they still gave you a hard time, probably. No, I, I pe- people were really nice. But it was, you know, enough of an icebreaker, and then they'd say, oh, English? Oh, I know I know some English. I help you. Well, I may be going to Austria this summer, too, so that'll be interesting. If Amazing. Yeah, but... <laughs> All right, sorry. I, I totally derailed you. So you've got that coming up. You're, you're learning Italian. Learning Italian with Vittorio. Go to Italy. Russian River Valley. I'll be in June filming out there. Austria. Um, and do, do you know how to say I'm, I'm sitting in a car? No, I didn't learn that one. Okay. Did I will it? learn. Okay. This, this is just new. I understand. <laughs> Baby steps. I know bits and, yeah, bits and pieces. Do you know how to say, hi, my name is Jessica? Mi chiamo Jessica. Amazing. Amazing. Come te chiamo. Beautiful. <laughs> I said, what's your name? <laughs> mm. Giuseppe. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's coming up. And then if people want to find you, and they should. Right. Where do they go? Uh, winechannelTV.com, uh, otherwise Facebook.com slash winechannelTV. So was this fun? This was so fun. I still have my pizza. I've been talking too much. You keep eating. All right. If you like Carcon Carne, if you like what you heard, if you tolerated what you heard, uh, please tell a friend. At Carcon Carne on Twitter. The website is carconcarne.com. Jessica, you're delightful. You're fantastic. <laughs>